0: Welcome to Creative Chemistry with Cosine, a podcast designed to help chemistry teachers break chemistry down step-by-step step while using illustration to make your lessons more memorable and easier for students to learn. Let's get started. Who's running late and needs a last-minute activity with a periodic table? I got you covered. So what I'm gonna do today is give you think I'm going to give you nine different ideas that you can teach with just a blank periodic table. And I'll link to one of those in the show notes too. So you can download the table and get everything you need right there. Okay, so since you're probably running late, you don't have any time and you need a lesson idea, let's get started. So the first thing you could teach with the periodic table is the background information Of the periodic table so you can go into or show a YouTube video lesson of the history of the periodic table and give your students page one of my periodic table doodle notes or just give them a blank periodic table with some room to write on it and they could talk about who what when where why and how and they could watch the video and fill that out so this is a great sub activity if you have well-behaved students so Best of luck to you. All right, the next one is going to be periodic families. So, what I like to do with this one, and I like this one in my Doodle notes because I've broken the periodic table down into all the little sections and then I color code it. So, what you're going to do is you're going to go in the periodic table from left to right and color it like the rainbow. This is going to be red then orange and the transition metals are going to be yellow and then it does green and blue. It goes all the way across so it's really cool and then I ran out of colors and so I was like okay we'll do gold and silver. So what you're going to do is gold and silver for the actinides and lanthanides so it's cool. It's fun. Students like it. Now I know many of you might have a periodic table coloring activity and that's cool But I don't like when they're random. So the reason for doing the rainbow is that students, hopefully, already know the colors of the rainbow. And making it rainbow colored makes it more memorable. So they're like, oh, yeah, transition metals are yellow. Uh, Or however, you decide to color code it. But I would color code it with purpose. And not just use color, you know, flippantly. Use it with a strategy. And so you can color code families. This is great for when you're starting to learn about the periodic table, or if you're at the end of the year and you're looking for a review. So the next one is groups. So this is pretty straightforward, pretty simple, pretty easy, but still something students need to know and they tend to forget. So you would just go across, and I think most people tend to use like 1A, 2A, 3A, and so on. You skip over the transition metals, obviously. So you, you give them that blank periodic table, or if you use the one of my doodle notes, it's got the little box above everything for it to be labeled. And so you would just have students go through and do that. Uh, you could even package the periodic families and the groups in, like, give them all three to fill out. Uh, or, sorry, both to fill out, and then you could add in charges or another. You, but you can patch, package it however you'd like. The next one I suggest you do is transition metals. Transition metals can be difficult for students because they have different charges or or potential charges. So what I've done is on my doodle notes, or you can do this on a regular periodic table, is put the top most common charges. And so like titanium has a little box and your students will put the top charges there. And so they can just get this information on Google. And uh write it in. It just gets them more comfortable, especially when you're about to write, you're about to start learning how to write uh chemical formulas. This is a good thing for them to know and they could use it for reference. Like, you know, is iron gonna be um two or three? Because that's a pretty common one that we we use. So give that one a shot. I, I like that activity. The next activity you could use is charges. So give students the the periodic table, and then you could have them color or label. When I color code this, I do it, um, let's see, I do red, and then yellow, I think, and then green. Red, orange, yellow, and then green. That's what I do. So when I do this, I do red, then orange, then yellow, then green. Green is going to be that uh, group with carbon in it. And so you know those can go like either way. There's there's some funny stuff that happens there, so I don't usually teach that. So I'll tell students it's one plus, two plus, three plus, and then we skip the next one, and then we go to three minus, two minus, one minus. And with the same number, so if it's one minus and one plus, what I do is I ha- those are the same color. So the one minus one plus are both red, and so the two minus and two plus are both orange. And so it's really cool because it gives students a color coding scheme. So I give directions for all that in my doodle notes, but like I said, do it on any periodic table you have. That's one of the lessons you could teach with just a periodic table and no plans. You could also do cations and anions. So I've included this activity in my periodic table doodle notes and in my intro to cations and anions activity. What I do is I have students outline the all the metals in yellow. And you can have them color it in, but I like them to outline because I don't want them to waste tons of time coloring. I want them to get the point and move on. And then the anions are blue. So the last three, um, I think, group, let's see if I can do this from memory. Seven, six, and five are going to be blue. So cations are yellow and anions are blue. And I really like that color coding scheme because everything in my curriculum that's yellow is positive and everything blue is negative. So you've automatically got a. A visual for cations and anions. The next one, I mean, I don't know what... I've lost count. I don't know which number we're on. But you could do periods. Periods are really cool because you could tie the groups and the periods together and make that one little mini packet but they would just go straight down one two three four five six seven you just go straight down you could also have them color code the rainbow this way but I wouldn't do that if you're going to do the groups the if you're going to do the families color coded I would just stick to color coding one using the rainbow so you don't want students to get confused that way so you could do periods quantum blocks So this one's really fun. I have a color coding scheme. Let's see. S is blue. P is purple. D is pink. And F is orange. See, but you can use whatever color coding scheme you want. But I just like this because it gives students a visual for the quantum blocks. The next one is valence electrons. So this is a really cool one. I prefer to use not just a blank periodic table, but I like to give students an example of uh, the Lewis dots for each each group and then have them do it. Because the reason that is, is because for group 1A, you're going to have both hydrogen and lithium and those have two very different dot diagrams. And then also for 8A, you have two very different dot diagrams. You've got the helium and neon. So I explained to students that each one of these diagrams and they go through and, the, and they color them in. So for example in hydrogen we would just color in one of the electrons and then in lithium we would go around and we would only color in one electron. And so you explain that every element in that in that column is going to have the same amount of valence electrons. And then you would have students fill that out for each one. And it's a really cool reference so they can go back to it at the end of the year. What I also do when I'm teaching them this, these dot diagrams, so depending on what part of the year you do this, it's a really cool intro activity as well. Is, and you can draw this. So draw a clock on your board. So just a circle with some hands and say, this is how we are going to do dot diagrams in this class. And so you better take notes because Google's wrong. Don't you love to say that? I love to say Google's wrong. It happens every once in a while. But there's so much wrong information on this, which is why I give this to my students. So it's a clock. And then with the clock, I draw electrons around it like a dot diagram. So with my students, I have them start to the right of the clock, not at the top. So we'll go and we write numbers in for in these little circles for electrons. So I, I draw eight circles around the clock, like for the dot diagram. And so we go one... To the top right one, and then two to the bottom right one, and then the next one's three, four, and we go around clockwise. And so it's it's a nice visual. Then we go around again: four, five, six, seven. So then they know the placement, and then we can all refer to electrons with that same placement in class. So I'm like, guys, okay, electron eight, and then where I could say, okay, you should have electrons in position one, two, and three or you should have electrons in one, two, three, and four. And that way we all know which position we're talking about and that's how we do it in this class. You will find other information on Google, but we're doing this because students like rules. And I find that students really like that we can refer to these things and we can stay on the same page and not get confused. And that's the last lesson. Now, if if you buy my Periodic Table Doodle Notes, you'll find a lesson in there on element symbols, and you can definitely teach, you know, this is the atomic number, this is the mass number, and all of that on there. But that takes a little more prep, so I wouldn't necessarily do that if I'm looking for a last-minute lesson, but that's up to you. So let's do a quick recap of all the lessons you can teach with a Periodic Table. So you could do the History of the Periodic Table 1, Two, you could do periodic families. Three, you could teach the groups. Four, you could teach transition metals. Five, you could teach all the charges, and you can also do that color-coded or not color-coded. Periods, charges, quantum blocks, and valence electrons. So yes, there is nine lessons in there. So I hope this saves someone from a last minute panic. If you want, you can use uh, my doodle notes that are linked in the show notes and I'll link to a periodic table in the show notes and you can use it whenever you are in a lesson planning jam. So are we pen pals yet? I'd love to know that I'm not just trying to educate the closet. So sign up for my free product line sampler so I can send you a personal message and get you the freebie. Talk to you Monday.